Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. Hey Soul Sisters, today we're talking personal success and how to create a prosperity in all areas of your life according to your own values. Today in the studio, I have number one best-selling author, TED Talk speaker and mindset coach, Kathy Feenan, to share her simple steps to creating prosperity in all areas of your personal and professional lives. After 13 years of climbing the corporate ladder, whilst also running a family-owned recycling business, Kathy found herself drowning in debt with lack of time and loads of self-doubt. Her marriage, health, finances, and spiritual life began to fall apart, but Kathy was able to turn this around and went from being over $200,000 in debt and time poor to selling $53 million of worth of property in three years of her buyer's agency business and has built a thriving coaching practice helping women uplevel their mindset, squash limiting beliefs, and manifest the success they desire in business and life for the highest good of all. Kathy, Fina, welcome. Welcome to Hey Soul Sister. Hey, thanks for having me, Mel. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Very humbled, actually. Very oh. honored. Oh, first time in the podcast studio I here. Know. It's first time for everything, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's such a beautiful day. It's like, how can we not enjoy doing something fun, talking about success in life and prosperity. Absolutely. Yay. So, Kathy, people look at you and I know I've certainly look at you and I go, you're such a happy, joyful and a high energy person living your best life and helping other women to do the same. But as a wise woman once told me, you never know what's going on for someone else. And you've faced some really tough times and personal challenges that ultimately have led you to the brink before changing a life. Do you want to share a little bit of your journey with us? Yeah, absolutely. And this is going to be really interesting, Mel, because this always brings me to tears, this bit. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's it's been such a journey. It's a journey for all of us. And I was just that girl that, you know, I had this vision of what I wanted to achieve in my life and who it is that I wanted to take care of ever since I was a 12-year-old little girl. And my family's from Italy, they're from Europe. And for the first time I got to experience poverty, you know, from a, a lady that was feeding her baby on the side of the road in Milan, mum and dad. So did you live in Italy? No, mum and dad are from Italy originally. Yeah. They come to Australia about 60 years ago now. But when they took me over when I was 12 years old, we were walking up to the Duomo in Milan. And I honestly, Mel, I never thought I would ever travel again. So it's like the once in a lifetime trip I thought I'd ever have. And I just remember walking down the road and seeing a woman on the side of the, on the side of the road, feeding her baby a bottle of milk, but the bottle of the milk was dirty. And I remember looking, you know, it's this curious little bushy bright eyed girl thinking, wow, like there's something wrong with this picture. And that was my first real exposure to seeing other people that have lack in their life. And that kind of, you know, how sometimes you have defining moments and you think, I, I just need to do something about this. So ever since I was little, I knew I had to be helping people in some way, shape or form. And I'd always chosen, you know, careers and businesses to be able to make that impact, which has been great. And as much as I wanted to do that, I still was the girl that didn't have confidence you know, I would 
be going to a, an event and I'd be hiding out in the bathroom and not even coming out and I couldn't even sit, look at you eye to eye, Mel, because yeah, you know, wow. I just didn't believe in myself. Yeah. And I could see these people that were making such a beautiful impact in the world and creating a life that they loved and businesses that they loved, but I'm like, can I really be that person too? Yeah. Um, so I had I constantly questioned myself, I constantly doubted myself and for – a long time, a big chapter of my life into my kind of mid to late 20s, I just held back. I, I played small and, you know, I just didn't take the steps that I knew I needed to because I just felt like a failure. I just didn't feel like I mattered and I didn't feel like my life mattered. So Yeah, so was that during your corporate life? Yeah, so it was in my corporate life. So I was climbing the corporate ladder I had a very successful husband and I used to always live in kind of his shadow Yeah, and I would look up to these people, but I didn't realize that subconsciously I was actually looking down on myself at the same time. So yeah, climb the corporate ladder. That's the best that I knew at the time. We had the business on the side as well, of course. I really just needed to, I needed to do something for myself as well and just shine my own light. And so that's where that journey began of personal development about 20 odd years ago. Let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. Yeah, okay. And so how did that start? Like what was the first thing that like I remember, for example, being in my early 20s, I was living over in Broome and I went to a party and there was a book on the bench and it was Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. And I remember picking it up and it had really pretty pictures. (laughs) It was the illustrated version. And I remember flicking through that and I went and bought a copy because I thought it looks like such a pretty book. And I went home and started reading it and it all seemed really foreign to me. Mm. All the concepts in it were really foreign and it was all just personal development stuff but that was probably I remember that was the first time I had read anything to do with personal development the second Mm. book was Awaken the Giant Within with Tony Robbins I remember reading that and he was talking about limiting beliefs and I was like it was all so far and I'd never (laughs) heard of any of that it was crazy so what was your first moment or do you remember that yeah I absolutely do I just remember you know we were just working so hard we'd been working for about 13 years straight and seven days a week so so this is in your with your husband's business yeah so my husband's so my husband and my business together so we had the recycling company I was climbing the corporate ladder and we were just working really hard because that's what we were taught to do thank goodness we were taught good work ethic as well so that was always amazing But yeah, I just remember being in a point in my life where I was lost. I just felt like, you know, I just can't keep going like this. My marriage was falling apart. My health was falling apart. I had no social life because I just wasn't nurturing those relationships. And I just remember sitting on the lounge this one particular day, just, uh, you know, I was in my work uniform. I was just about to go to Newcastle Perm because I was in HR at the time. And, you know, just drive off to work like I would every day. I felt like Groundhog Day, if I'm honest with you. And I remember just just saying it out. I was like, there's just got to be something better than this. There's just got to be something better. And then literally within that week, I had a couple of friends of Michael actually reach out to us to share a business idea, an online business idea. And I'm like, babe, like we don't have enough time to be looking at anything else. And that was my first introduction to personal development. So the very first book that I found that I came across was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and the very first chapter was all about having a vision and being definite with what it is that you actually want. And I realized at that time that I actually had a bit of an idea, but I didn't realize that I was just working hard, but I wasn't really working towards anything. I was just working from week to week. 
So what was it that when you had that, when you read that and you had that vision, what what was that vision? Yeah, the vision that I had. Yeah. Yeah, so the vision that I had was to have time freedom. So we were trying for a family. It probably took us about eight or nine years to finally have our beautiful girl that we have today. She's almost 18. Wow. But, yeah, I, I just knew that I didn't have a very strong relationship with my mum. So she had bipolar, so that was, you know, had some stories going on there that really held me back in my own, you know, not feeling loved story with my mum that I've healed now, which is all good. But I remember at the time that I really wanted to be at home with my baby girl when she arrived. So that became my first dream was to be able to get my time back and take myself out of corporate so I could be with my family and, yeah, just have that time freedom. Yeah. And so did you start your business while you were still working at the PAM or did you kind of like leave the PAM and, you know, start start afresh, start something new? No, I actually started while I was working at the PAM. Yeah. And it's funny because it's literally down the road here and I was just driving in here today and thinking, God, that's, that's where I was on the second floor. And I remember yeah. looking out the window and just dreaming of the day that I could be with my family and yep. do the things in my life that I love. I went, so when you left the PAM, was yeah. that to start your new business straight away or was that just to go and have some time out at home? Yeah, so I was actually starting my new business while I was working at the PERM. So it was a sideline business. So what was that? So that was online network marketing. Okay. Yeah, so I started that business on the side and then it just grew. It then overtook my my income, replaced my income so I could be at home with oh, Amy. Oh, wow. And so what was the business, the, with the multi-level marketing business? Yeah, so that was with the Amway Corporation. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, so that's great. So you got to the point where you could leave your corporate job and, and start yeah, yeah. in that new direction. Yeah. And so where did that lead you to? Yeah, so I actually stayed with that company for about 12 years, which was amazing. It was yeah. such a beautiful um, part and chapter of my life. Yeah. Um, but because I had been coaching and had been mentoring other people within that organisation and that company, yeah. I just really could see that there were so many other women and people who were quite entrepreneurial. Yeah. And even though they didn't want to leverage a network market um, profession, but they had businesses of their own. I could see with it where they were struggling as well. And so I had a bigger picture and I just knew, I felt like I was called for more Mel. Yeah. And so I had to make a really big decision to, you know, do I stay or do I keep moving on and, and really listen to to what I was called to do. And so then I moved on and, and I created my own coaching and mentoring practice. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to thesisterco.com. You know, it's interesting. I meet a lot of women in podcast studio on Hey Soul Sister who um, are going down the career corporate path, but they want to have that whole career pivot, life pivot. Mm. And so we'll start like a side business and then um, kind of reach the point where they are making enough income to then leave the corporate career. And I did that myself. Yeah. I started a photography business. So I, I went and studied photography and decided I wanted to be a freelance photographer. I was really fortunate to have a wonderful boss who was called for me to go from full time to four days a week to three days a week, yeah. you know, and while well, I built up my photography business and then reached the point where I was like, actually, I can quit my day job and just focus on the business so um yeah it's it's kind of wonderful I guess to hear when women are able to do that and to make that whole life change away from if that's what they want to do away from you know that corporate grind corporate career path yeah Yeah, absolutely something that's their own yeah it is beautiful to see that transition you know and creating something that they really love yeah it's fulfilling so how do you define success yeah because it's quite different it's really interesting the women that I meet you know we 
grow up with a certain vision of what success looks like and it's generally around money and it's yeah. generally around career. What does success look like for you yeah. and oh, how's that changed? Yeah, gosh, it re- it's really interesting because my idea of success in the very beginning was definitely all around financial, Yeah, but I didn't realise that, of course, there were so many different parts of my life that weren't flourishing that I wanted to be successful as well. So, and that's why I love, you know, coaching around prosperity because it's so applicable to every part of our life but yeah. yeah it has changed a lot and and I suppose this last probably 10-15 years of my life success has really meant just doing and being and having whatever it is and giving whatever it is that just sets your soul on fire what is it that makes you happy you yeah. know and going and doing that and using all of the gifts and the talents and the personality and just being our whole self at the end of the day yeah so you also have a, a- buyer's agency business, which has been very successful. When did you start that? Yeah, that was about seven years ago now. Oh, wonderful. And so how do you integrate the two between your coaching business and your buyer's agency business? Is is that, do they complement each other? They do complement each other. Yeah. I do coach a lot of people within the buyer's agency business and and that practice. So lots of other people that are buyer's agents or property developers as well, which is really cool. They are quite separate as far as, you know, one is working with property which is quite different but you're still working with personalities you're still working with mindset and everything which is kind of really cool to be able to bring those together and then coaching really is yeah mostly for for all all entrepreneurs really yeah whatever profession that is yeah so which success tools have been most profound for you over the years yeah success tools it really been interrupting the pattern so really just you know identifying what what the limiting beliefs are what the doubts are so explaining a limiting explain a limiting belief because mm. now that I've figured that out after reading <laughs> Tony Robbins but for people who don't know what is a limiting belief yeah so they're the beliefs that we have Mel that are not resourceful for us you yeah. know so they're quite often it's the negative thoughts that we have about ourselves and it's amazing because I didn't actually realize that we have this incredible power to control our mind and most of the time we're on autopilot we don't realize what we're actually thinking so the the beliefs that we have they're the ones that actually hold us back so we get stuck in procrastination or we have doubts or Sometimes we're busy going nowhere in life, we get distracted and quite often those things that we're experiencing or those human behaviours that we're experiencing, they're often a symptom really of what's going on on a deeper level in our subconscious mind. It's really interesting. I listened to Dr. Bruce Lipton a fair bit and he talks about that, about our subconscious and really how we fall into repetitive thought patterns that we don't even realise that we're doing just based on our experiences Mm. in our young years. And he says it's before at the age of eight that we actually, our brain writes that program that we play over and over and over again. And so you develop those different beliefs around things which can be limiting, I guess. It's really interesting. And and if you, for anybody listening, Soul Sisters, if you look up Dr. Bruce Lipton and he has some really good stuff about how you can reprogram that. Yeah. I I find him really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how did did you start to rewrite those? Because that's what it takes. You have to rewrite those tapes in your head. Yeah, absolutely. It's about flipping the script, Mel, isn't it? So I had to really identify, okay, what were my fears? What were 
what were the memories of the past that I kept on playing on on repeat it's almost like you know the Spotify playlist that we have on our phones and we just put it on repeat so those stories I have really had to identify what was a story that was unresourceful for me and how can I flip that script so once I identified what the story was it's really just converting it over into a positive and that repetition it's that consistency of the repetition whether it's affirmations whether it's through meditation journaling is a huge part of my life as well my faith and my prayer life is a big part of that as well and just flipping that script and turning it into a new story and it's interesting because when we our thoughts they turn into our beliefs and then our beliefs turn into our identity as we know and those I am statements whatever we keep on repeating to ourselves that's really what we become the end of the day, which is quite powerful. And that, that certainly worked for you. Yeah, 100%. I'd have to say affirmations would be my superpower, Mel. Yeah, you wow. Know, just on constant repetition and I still have them everywhere today as well. So, yeah. yeah. So when you say you have them everywhere, like as I know some people have them li- literally <laughs> stuck on mirrors and, and stuff around yeah. the house. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, I've got them in my office. I've got them in my car. I've got them in my drawer in the kitchen, just wherever I can see them. Because to be able to interrupt that pattern, because sometimes we are on autopilot with our thoughts we don't realize what we're thinking just to interrupt that pattern I'm a very visual person too so having something in front of me that I can see and I can read just reminds me to just repeat them alarms on my phone are great too oh really (laughs) great tool yeah Yeah, okay yeah want to save your soul review us on apple podcast I believe that you are a real advocate for the law of attraction and for manifesting when did you first discover that, discover the law of attraction and and how we manifest. Yeah, I first came across it when I started reading Think and Grow Rich. So when I started reading all of those books, the 17, 18 years ago, that's when I started becoming really curious, Mel, about, gosh, like, what is this all about? I've heard of it, but I didn't really understand the science behind it and how it actually worked. So I became really curious and had a deep dive into studying and learning it all and applying it. So when you're working with women now, what what are sort of the tools and, and the steps that you use to coach them to become more prosperous? Yeah, so it's really just the fir- the first key really, Mel, is to finding out what is it that they actually want? You know, what are their desires? And actually giving ourselves that permission to dream again and know that it's safe for us to, you know, have those dreams and those desires because we live in a limitless and an abundant universe, but just putting the limitations on ourselves. So the first key really is getting clarity around, you know, what is it that you would love to manifest or make real at the end of the day. Then we work on those fears. We actually bring up, we we do some strategy work around bringing up those fears, bringing up those old stories that are in the memory bank and reframing them so that we can shift that mindset around so that it actually serves, serves them on the journey. And then it's about taking that inspired action. So having a clear logical plan for success, that step-by-step success so that they can actually move towards their goal and create the goal that they desire. And not just any old action, Mel, you know, because often we find ourselves in the grind, like we're, we're forcing or we're pushing or we're hustling, but really about getting into flow and feeling good. So your desires actually pull you rather than you kind of pushing yourself towards the goal. Yeah, so not the force, yeah. more the flow. And then surrendering as well and just allowing grace to 
you know, to step in and, and knowing that all is well, knowing that everything that's happening is for, for the highest good. So what have you learned about yourself on this crazy life journey? Oh, Mel, I've just learned so much. But I think the biggest thing that I've really learned was that, yeah, that I do matter. You know, that each and every one of us do have a story and that we were created for a purpose. You know, we're not here by accident. We're being created. We are a dream, you know, at the end of the day and that we've all been given gifts and talents and we're all here to make an impact, not only in our own world, but in, you know, to, to support each other on this crazy thing called life sometimes, yeah. you know. When women come to you, what are they looking for? Yeah, they look, they're looking to break through. You know, they're really stuck. They're kind of a little bit lost. They don't really know how to move forward in their life. They know that they're sometimes quite unhappy. They're quite unfulfilled, but they're just looking to create the happiness. They're looking to create peace. They're looking to create freedom for themselves as well. But they're looking for a way to actually create the dreams that that, that are sitting in their heart. Yeah. Do you find that there are any common dreams for women that, that come to you? Yeah, absolutely. So the women that I tend to attract are the ones that are in business for themselves and they want to use their business for the highest good. So they do want to have that time freedom. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to call their own shots. They want control over their own time. They want to have that financial independence as well. And they want to they want to shine their own light, but they also want to, you know, be able to give other women that permission to shine yeah, their own beautiful. light too, which is really cool. Thanks, Kathy. So where can people find out about you? Yeah, so they can find me on Facebook. So just under my name, Kathy Feenan. And we also have a group called She Rises, Purpose and Prosperity. And we just put lots of, you know, beautiful resources and tools where women can access and yeah, start moving forward. Ah, oh, well thank you so much. Thanks for coming and sharing with us. Thanks for having us, Mel. I'm yeah, just so honored and yeah, humbled to oh. be asked along. Thank you. Thanks for Kathy. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com.